if you are like me and you absolutely must have something sweet after you have something salty. So after we have one of our really yummy salmon bowls with salmon and the nori crisps, we we have our savory meal. But at dinner time, I always want to finish the night off with a little sweet nightcap. And here's here's what I will tell you. We have been making the Organifi healthy hot chocolate for over nearly a year now. And I keep coming back to this one product because it is my absolute favorite. Of course, we know that I love the greens powder. You know that I love the protein, but we're not talking about those today. This is talking about the decadent sweetness and the good treat of having a healthy hot chocolate at the end of the night. You know that there are adaptogens that will help to regulate your nervous system and make sure that you are sleeping soundly like a baby. There are anti-inflammatory properties that will help to soothe, heal, repair, and support any inflammation that is happening in your body. And it's just the most amazing chocolatey sweet flavor that doesn't spike your blood sugar. This isn't the type of snack where you have one sip and you just, you cannot stop eating sweets afterwards. It's not like a chip where you have one and then you need a million. This is something that will satisfy. My trick is at the end of the night, if I have something that maybe isn't the healthiest option in my pantry and I really, really want it, I'll say, okay, I'm going to have my Organifi hot chocolate and I love it. It's delicious. And if I'm not still satisfied by that, then I'll have the other sweet thing. And I can tell you 9.9 times out of 10, I am not needing that extra sweet chocolate. I am not needing the extra scoop of almond butter with chocolate. I'm not needing the extra stuff. This is my game-changing dessert. It is the Organifi Chocolate Gold. It's on my homepage. You can absolutely check it out on the show notes, but if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I post about this all the time anyways. But if you are interested in revamping and elevating your snack dessert game, especially before Halloween comes up, you can go to Organifi.com, use the code HTH for 20% off of the chocolate gold. It's not going to make your blood sugar spike. You're not going to feel like you need a million other treats at the end of the night. You will feel amazing and satisfied. Again, that is Organifi.com, code HTH or Organifi.com backslash HTH for 20% off. You will not regret it. Trust me. Welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. We know that we've been talking so much about how hormones can be out of balance if you are doing all these HIIT workouts on maybe an empty stomach or at the wrong time in your cycle. You're overdoing it, undereating. There's so many different ways that can go wrong and can be disruptive and in- inflammatory towards your body in a negative way. And in this episode, we talk about the benefits of rebounding bouncing, how to incorporate this into your daily routine without 
causing a bunch of trauma and impact on your body, which is really, really huge. So this is a really cool story. We have Ali Jam below and Colette Dong. They are the founders of The Nest. And we're talking about how they discovered and navigated a path from dancing full-time into a full-scale celeb-approved fitness business. We talk about tips for fitness as a tool to be more centered and joyful as opposed to harsh, impactful, and non-sustainable. So it's nourishment rather than punishment, if you will. They talk about the benefits for not only the physical stamina, but mental and emotional as well. We talk about the story of what they really thought was missing in the fitness industry and also advice for female entrepreneurs. I'm so, so excited about this. But either way, you all will love to hear about this. This is an, in, this is an interview that is lighthearted, unlike any that I have done in a really long time. Again, you can check out The Ness on Instagram. It is The Ness NYC. It's about the fitness, the nutritionness. It's about the coolness, the hotness, the whatever the Ness is for you. We we just have a good time on this episode and I think that if this is your first time listening to the Hotter Than Health podcast, you're going to get a great sense of the energy and the different types of concepts and questions that we like to talk about on this episode in a lighthearted way. Could I say lighthearted one more time? Just wondering. Either way, thank you so much for listening. And if this is your first time, make sure you are subscribed and you enjoy this episode with Ali and Colette, the founders of The Ness. Welcome to the podcast. Ali and Colette, welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast. How are you both doing? We are good. How are you? Doing great. Happy to be here. All is good. Now, before we introduce all of the benefits of the Ness, can you tell us what it is? What are we talking about here? We hear the name the Ness and it doesn't automatically lend itself to fitness. It might be like Loch Ness. Tell us what the Ness is. What are the benefits? What are we doing? Loch Ness also a thing, cute <laughs> animal. And, you know, it's funny is because you put, you know, Google alerts on your business. So if something comes out or somebody mentions it, you know, like, you know, but I mainly get Google alerts about the Loch Ness monster and the hunt for the Loch Ness monster. It's still out there and people are interested in it just in case anybody wants yeah, news to on, on Loch Ness every day, every day. Every single day. Every day. New findings. You're yeah, up yeah. to date. You know the latest. We're up yeah. to date. I know exactly where the hunt is. <laughs> um, but no, the Ness is we are an international digital platform and fitness method focusing on trampoline cardio and muscle sculpting. We have a New York City studio where you can come take class with us in person. And then we have a digital platform where you can join us online or purchase the trampoline. And that is the state of the business now. But the Ness denotes a quality or state of being. And so When we created the business, we really wanted it to be very 360 and about it could be fitness, it could be mindfulness, it could be wellness, hotness, boldness, coolness, just something that always was evolving with your quality or state because, you know, wellness and fitness, it's not just, okay, I work out three days a week and now I'm good. You know, it's, and I've reached my goals and, you know, life throws stuff at you and you have to be able to kind of evolve and match your movement and your wellness and your mental state with with what's happening so it really uh encompasses so much more than fitness it is it's that quality or state of being that is ever evolving and and moving with you through life that is very cool I didn't think about it in the sense of 
I, I heard fitness and then I heard wellness, but I like the coolness, the calmness, the whateverness. That's mm-hmm. that's genius, very avant-garde. You mentioned trampolines. Are we, I mean, can you paint a picture for us for what a class might look like for someone who is listening to this podcast for the first time? Cause we probably have a lot of, uh, a lot of people who listen to the podcast are very fitness centric, but maybe they're thinking of, they have one type of way to work out. Can you walk us through what does an actual workout look like with the Ness? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first thing for people to know is that it's not a big backyard trampoline. It's a mini fitness trampoline. Sometimes you hear it called a rebounder. And a typical bounce class, we like to call it bounce. Um, A typical bounce class with us will incorporate a warm up off the trampoline to get yourself centered and ready. And then we'll step on and we have varying levels for beginners all the way up through advanced. So speaking to maybe people who have never used the trampoline before you hop on we talk about the logistics figuring out how to maintain your balance and learning that it's about staying low and not jumping up high so you're pressing your energy down in opposition against the trampoline instead of trying to jump up and away from it and that's where the real challenge comes in because our method is totally beat based. So you're working to find that press into the trampoline to the tempo of the music that we're providing for you. And you have to push low and use your low abs to help draw those knees up without letting your head fly up. So it's a lot of multitasking. So especially in our beginner classes, we spend a lot of time just going through those basic moves, making sure that everybody feels solid and comfy and strong on their trampoline. And then throughout class, all of our classes are choreography based. So we take all of those individual moves and we organize them into a routine and we build them up for everybody throughout class so that everyone's learning, you know, you're activating your body, but you're really staying engaged through your mind. It's the power of having to stay completely focused. Otherwise, you know, if your mind slips away to somewhere else, the choreography just gets away from you. Yeah. It forces Um, you out of your head and into your body. Yes, absolutely. We're amazing. That is the thing that we want people to do more than anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's incredible. And coming from someone who had one year of dance experience when I was very young, I feel like (laughs) I have the authority to say that having a rhythm based class is, it, it feels daunting to think about if you have no rhythm, but I think that it's also this little permission slip where if you're in this class, you can't take yourself that seriously. You just, come on, you're in it. You're on a trampoline. Don't take yourself that seriously. Like life is short. Have fun while you work out. It's so true. Yeah. And while we're on this topic, you talk, you both talk a lot about the benefits that you get cardiovascularly through your lymphatic system. Can you talk about the tangibles that you're receiving from the class? From this type of workout, you're getting the hit results and feeling without the impact on your body. Can you dive into why it's important to reduce that impact while gaining those benefits? Yeah, of course. I think the short answer is longevity. So by doing a low impact exercise, and especially something like trampoline that is high intensity, but still low impact, you're protecting your joints and you're allowing them to stay 
safe and you're not losing bone mass. I think a lot of people don't understand that high intensity and high impact workouts can deteriorate your bone mass over time. And you need that, especially as you get older, that attributes to all simple and major functions. And so doing a low impact workout really allows you to protect your body. You're softening through those joints and you're, for lack of a better word, keeping things easy on the body, but still building that cardiovascular endurance, the strength, all of those other great benefits that you mentioned before. Because we, and as a personal trainer and someone who's come through the fitness industry for the past 10 years, I've seen a lot of people be obsessed with HIT because they feel like this immediate burn or fatigue and they feel that that guilty sense of defeat that people kind of love a little bit afterwards. It's almost like masochistic where we love the pain. But I think that as the fitness industry has evolved, we've also known that it's maybe not great for hormones. And this is not something I I know that we're not all doctors here, but is there anything that you have heard from any of your female clients about skin or energy or overall, overall hormone benefits to reducing the amount of impact in their overall workouts? staying in different hotels, my morning routine is a little simpler than it is at home. Normally when I'm at home, I've got the dog to take care of in the morning. I'm rushing to do all of that and make sure he's out of the door, go to the bathroom and make sure I'm not going in the house. You know, the morning routine when you're staying in a hotel, I feel like it is honestly, it's even better. I feel like I am more efficient. I only do the things that I really, really want to be doing. And let me tell you, when I wake up in the morning, I will wake up, have my water, I will have my greens juice, and then I will do a mini meditation. And this is a non-negotiable for me, especially while I'm traveling, because it's easy to get flustered, but it's also almost easier for me to tap into a, a different mindset, more of a businesswoman mindset, because I'm in a different setting. I'm in a different workplace. I'm in a new area. It's novel. Things are new, and I can kind of be whoever I want, and what I normally like to do is start my day with a meditation, whether that is for abundance, whether it is for positive energy, clarity, whatever it is. I like to use the Open app. Now, Open is an app that you've heard me talk about and I've used it for the past six plus months. I I truly love it. I, I use it consistently and I can feel a difference in my day. And the way I've been using it is for the breath work and the meditation, but If you want to try it out, just know that when you are evolving your morning routine, maybe you want to amplify what you're doing to set yourself up for the day, it has Pilates, it has yoga, it has movement, breath work, it also has the meditations like I was mentioning, and they're guided, which helps you to really tap into whatever type of mindset you want to be in it for clarity, motivation, whatever it is. You can check out the open app by going to withopen.com slash hotter. If you don't believe me, you can try it free for 30 days. If you don't absolutely love it, then you don't need to sign up for it. But I can guarantee that if you commit to this for 30 days, your life will change. Your moods will change. Anxiety levels will go down. And overall, your habits will feel healthier. This is the time to get ahead of it. You can go to withopen.com slash hotter for 30 days for free. Again, that is withopen.com backslash hotter for 20, well, 
not 20% off, for 30 days free. You're going to love this app just as much as I do to elevate your mindset in the beginning of the day. Trust me. Enjoy. Um, I think like conversationally, yes, we've heard a lot of great things from clients about you know, their skin feeling clear. And I think that that's a product of getting a really great sweat in on a regular basis. Um, and I, I personally, like you said, I'm not a doctor by any means, but I personally attribute all of those things to just increase blood flow and better circulation. The more your body is moving and you're flushing out toxins and you're just allowing your blood to flow more efficiently through your body, the better things are going to operate and just the better you're going to feel because you're getting air all the way from the top of your head down to your toes. Speaking of moving your body, speaking about enjoying what you're doing, and I think this is a perfect segue. Let's talk about the circus. I, when I woke up this morning, I was doing, like I mentioned, I was doing some research. I was listening to a couple different podcasts that you guys had been on and I had to rewind a couple times. I was like, there's no way. Can you please talk about both of your histories and backgrounds in the fitness world. So you both started in dance. Can you both walk me through how you got started in that and what, how did that develop into where you are now? So did you both start together when you were five? Like, where did this all begin? Uh, Allie and I were both classically trained dancers. Um, we have a similar path. We, we met post-college we, we haven't known each other since um we were you know little dancing together although that would be fun times but we were both classically trained um mainly studied ballet throughout high school and then both went to college for dance uh, Ali focused in pedagogy so teaching and then I focused a little bit more in dance science um, and exercise science and we both auditioned for the same company. We both moved to New York afterwards. And so we met performing in an immersive circus. Uh, and define, a, please. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of <laughs> routes. There's a couple of routes like you can take if you want to be a professional dancer. You know, if you want to be in a ballet company, that's usually you start a little bit younger. Um, you don't go to college. If that's available to you, it has a lot to do with your facility and the body that you were given, you know, and also hard work, but like there is some natural talent that goes on with that, um, and height things and and stuff like that, that goes into being in the ballet company. And both of us also wanted, you know, a college education and our families wanted that for us as well. And I think that that's, you know, like that's the ballet. You had to kind of curate your own Mm -hmm. outcome. Yeah, exactly. The the ballet company path was never something that either of us were really interested in. But then there are some contemporary companies and it's all kind of a rebellion of each other is the way to explain it. So <laughs> ballet is, a, you know, your first form of dance dating back to the 14th century. And then you have modern, which is a rebellion of ballet. Um, so the way people move, uh, their legs aren't as turned out. Things happen more parallel. There's more rolling on the ground, just in pure body form. Um, and then you can have, you know, hip hop as a a rebellion of modern and it kind of goes on like that. So I would say immersive theater is like the end of the line rebellion of (laughs) it all. Cause it can be anything. Yeah. It, it, it mainly denotes how the audience interacts with you. So a traditional dance performance or musical theater or something like that, there is a fourth wall established. So you're sitting in an audience 
and the line between the stage and the audience is very clear. You know, like the audience is not crossing that wall. You're performing for them. In immersive theater, things happen in a 360, in a circle. And so you're interacting with the audience as they move through the space. Maybe there's something to be discovered. Our show specifically, we have these like hydraulic blocks that we would move around on and we would push each other on and perform as we move through the crowd. We would have to um, curate the crowd's energy. And there was also a bar involved in our show. So to move, get their drinks, move to see, and you would have to kind of direct like where things were happening in the space. Also, cool. where do you, where am I looking? Who am I following type of thing? Um, it's kind of like, you know, I guess like, you know, you know, the show Black Mirror, they did like an immersive or a choose your own adventure. Like I haven't seen it, but I know, I know the, yeah. the essence. Yeah. It's a choose your own adventure performance basically. So you can kind of curate your own as an audience member, your experience there. So Allie and I were in that company um, for almost four to five years before embarking on our fitness journey with the Nest, but we always taught fitness while we performed because it was really complimentary to our training and our performance schedule and all of that. When you were going through this, you started at a fairly young age, a relatively young age. Mm -hmm. And because most people start nobody's, you know, 25 and they're like, I just want to be a ballerina. Not often that that happens. Can you talk about what it was like to be so young and to be constantly, and and I understand this is the nature of the beast. I'm not trying to say this isn't part of the process, but it's, it's impactful. Can you talk about what it was like to be constantly critiqued physically to be, to be told that you have to look a certain way and how did that impact your relationship with food and also your relationship with body image? I think there's still so much to be unpacked, you know, in the dance community with us. And then also with people that are non-dancers as well. And, and people that just get that through society and in dance specifically, first of all, you're in front of a mirror all day, every day, six hours, you know, so you're critiquing yourself. You see yourself, you see how long your arms can stretch. And it's not even always a weight situation. It's always like, why won't my leg get high? like the girl next to me, you know, like, why is my foot as pointy as this person? Like, maybe if I stick it under the couch and like, leave it there while I watch TV, it'll get more pointy, you know, that Stop. Type of you stuff. You were doing that kind of very stuff? common. Yeah. There's, oh, like, yeah. there's like arch stretchers and foot stretchers for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I heard about this and that reminded me there's this like completely erotic film that I love so much center stage. We all love it yes. and erotic in so many ways. I mean, so good. <laughs> but what were, what were, can you take us back? And this is just selfishly. I want to know, can you remember any little tricks and tips like that, that maybe we wouldn't have heard before? So if you were a dancer and like, what were some of the brutal little things that you weren't forced to do, but like, it's basically shoe binding. Can we talk about like Mm -hmm. what you had to do? What were some tiny little snippets of what it would look like at home? Maybe for sure. Sit in a split in front of the television stretching like anytime yeah, that stretching. was like supposed to be relaxing was stretching stretching your body stretching your feet um <sighs> i used to, the oh, i don't know if you did this club over stretching um what is we that? used to do like standing on two chairs and you're like in your split and then yeah. pulling them apart so that your pelvis would drop lower so your split was past 180 mm-hmm. so you're like in a deficit it, yeah. yeah like yeah 
exactly yeah, which is basically rever- like medieval torture <laughs> that's yeah, when they would like totally. tie everyone's limbs to a horse and then and, and have the horses run and kill yeah. people it's like what it was yeah and then what um, about what about with food because i i know that there are people you know there are some dance teachers who are like you can't have cellulite you can't have like any armpit fat you can't have all of these little micro things that end up affecting us long term because i mean our bodies like our bodies <laughs> what mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> we've got uh, what do we yeah. do? If you are in the United States, then you're probably starting to know that there is a chill in the air. And typically during this time of year, we are thinking about our immune system and we're thinking about support. We're thinking about hydration and making sure our immune system is staying up and in tip top shape as cold season is starting to arrive. But you know that you can also simultaneously be working on your skin while you are working on your immune system. This is what I'm talking about, it's vitamin C. So vitamin C, as we know, is a powerful immune-boosting nutrient, but vitamin C is also a critical nutrient for anti-aging. It is essentially the glue that holds collagen together in your body, which we know makes your skin elastic and bouncy and soft like a baby's bottom. Our friends over at Purality Health have patented this formula that utilizes something called micelle liposomal technology. This delivers nutrients straight into your bloodstream, which is proven to be 800% more efficient. 800%. So if your skin is dry, it's aging, it's starting to sag in a way that you don't want it to, and you're trying all these collagen supplements, pairing it with a vitamin C, liposomal vitamin C, is the best option and it's the best thing that you can do especially if you're already spending your money on all these collagen supplements so purality health micelle liposomal vitamin c is a must and it's backed by a 180 day money back guarantee today we have 20 percent off as a coupon if you go to puralityhealth.com and use the code hth20 to access 20 percent off of your purchase today Again, that is puralityhealth.com. Use the code HTH20 to try the micell liposomal vitamin C. I love it. It tastes great. It's so easy and it kind of feels good when you're ingesting it. You'll you'll see what I mean when you try it. Again, code HTH20 for 20% off of puralityhealth.com. I would say, you know, and a lot of teachers, the the way, the reason they're like this is because that's how they were trained too, right? And so they don't always have the tools and the facility to like break themselves out of this habit either. But a lot of ballet teachers, you'll see them smoking on the side Mm -hmm. before class in front of their young dancers, which is not exactly like the best role model beacon of health. But I remember we, my dance studio was next to Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) and every day and every day it was like let's sneak out and get the munchkins you know from the dressing room like people would skip class and try to sneak out and get the munchkins or the goal was like how can we sneak the munchkins into the dressing room yes um and you know it was a joke I would say our teacher would come in and be like the munchkins you know like but there was like an undertone of like you shouldn't be eating the munchkins Mm -hmm. um eat a carrot instead type of situation but just the fact that we were all like shamefully sneaking the munchkins in right we knew Mm -hmm. that we had to hide them like that imprints on you for sure and granted like munchkins are not the best thing for you to eat from a health perspective they're very sugary you know it's yeah (laughs) a carrot is better but it wasn't (laughs) like we weren't taught that like fuel your insides with good foods and nuts and you know like whole fats and things like that it was like don't eat eat less yeah yeah Yeah. exactly yeah it was like don't eat this thing 
Got it. Yeah, that's such a good point. It like was never surrounded. The conversation was not about like you're dancing seven, eight hours a day. You need actual nutrition. You can't just be eating sugar. Like that's a more beneficial conversation to try and teach young people not to just eat the things that young people want to eat, but it's like you're exercising, your body needs actual fuel and proteins and vegetables and carbohydrate, you know, all of that stuff. And I don't even think I ever had that conversation with anyone until I was much older. Did you, so when was the last year that you both were competitively dancing that it was your life? I know that movement has always been a part of it, but Mm -hmm. what about dance specifically? Yeah. Yeah. 2018, like right before we opened the nest, I was feeling a shift and didn't, I was very tired of performing. I was feeling very burnt out in the show that we were in. Um, I've been doing the same role for, you know, four or five years. Mm -hmm. And so that, that always, you know, things get stale and you have to kind of switch it up. Since this is a dominantly nutrition podcast, I have to ask, what was a day of the life eating. And I, I only ask this not so that people can like recognize a flaw or see, but really it's to put a perspective on how, what a transition can look like over a long period of time. It's not like it happened overnight. Can you talk about what a day in the life of eating looked like then? And then what a day in life may look like now as, as fuel instead of just sustenance. I was obsessed with what I was eating. It's actually up until I found the trampoline that I was able to finally let go of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was such a freeing feeling, but it was more, and I also studied dance science. And so it comes with nutrition. So I was more obsessed with, I, by the time I was in college and end of high school, I knew more about nutrients and like the counting the macros and whatever, you know, all of this other stuff. So I was like through college obsessed, obsessed with every single thing I ate did it? Um, is this the right amount of, is this 15 grams of carbs? Is this, this, should I eat this protein after I work out? You know, like more just like every single thing I thought about, I thought about it in relation to what I already ate that day. Did I need it? Did I have enough of this? So you need a veg and it's like so exhausting. And I would say as soon as I found the trampoline, um, I was able to just kind of switch into a more intuitive space. Um, so now I eat whatever I feel my body is craving and just mm-hmm. think, tuning in and being like, are you actually hungry? Even this morning, I ate a big dinner last night. I woke up. I still felt full. I'm not quite sure if it works that way where you have like leftover <laughs> food from dinner. <laughs> but like scientifically, I was like, you know, like I don't really actually feel hungry and I haven't eaten yet, you know, and I'm yeah. going to eat lunch after this and, and probably will be craving a vegetable, you know, and I'm going to follow that. And it just... It's so relieving, you know, to yeah, not it takes up a lot of mental space to be constantly, constantly trying to keep the scales perfectly balanced. And with that, you, I mean, you guys are so busy. What's, what is your day-to-day like as instructors, as CEOs, as founders and people who are running this, this now massive business? What, what is your, actually scratch that question. Let's talk about how this all started. Tell me about Richard. Tell me the story. <laughs> how did this all start? Uh, well, like many good things at a Christmas party. Um, no, Actually, Clay, you know had, what I was thinking yeah. about? Richard's yeah. Jewish and I keep saying Christmas party. It was, the it was Super a holiday Bowl. party. Yeah, no, it was a Super Bowl, I think. No, because that was Super Bowl's in February. That's too late. Was it Thanksgiving? It was 
It was a holiday party. Mm. It could have been a Jewish Anywho, party. Anywho. Yeah, yeah, but it was, it was in... We keep saying Christmas. It was, I was yeah, like, right. Chris is wrong. Richard would not have a Christmas party. Yeah, right. No, party. not a Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. But it, I think we'll, we'll Super Bowl him. was too late, though. Yeah. yeah, right. We'll have to consult with Richard and come back with an edit yeah. for you. Yeah. But so it started at a party at Richard's house. And Richard has been a client of ours for a really long time, a mentor. He's just an absolutely wonderful, kind smartest human being that we know. And um, Colette and I had been working on a business plan. We had the idea. We knew what we wanted to do. And Richard was like, I'm going to buy some trampolines. You guys can use my gym. I just get to pick the times. But then you can invite other people. You can charge whatever you want. And that's that. And of course, the crux of it all is that this is promptly after taking several shots of fireball with Richard. So now, you know, we're encroaching midnight and it's like, do I believe him? I don't know. We'll see. So the next day I wake up and I have a text from Richard with tracking for seven trampolines. And so Here we I go, Richard. And I was like, it's showtime. <laughs> so we, you know, we mobilized. We were in Richard's gym for about three months. And we kept it tight, but we invited people. We would send out an email with the schedule at the top of every week after Richard picked the times. And it was great. We were so grateful for that time. It allowed us to, you know, get our footing with, you know, email marketing and getting a client management platform and all these different things. And during that time, we realized this is really great and we need to be able to offer consistency to our clients within a schedule. And of course, with Richard picking the times, he got to pick what worked for his very busy schedule, which was great. And we always wanted him to have that, but we were like, for the greater good, we need to have something for everyone. So we started looking for spaces and we found our space, which is a mere three blocks from Richard's house. It was a big, it was important for us to be close to him because he is such a big part of our start and just, you know, everything we've been through over the years and so yeah we found our space and we've i think we found our space like right around my birthday i remember it was like the middle of february and then it was originally a pop-up real estate that we found and it was a sublet from a yoga studio and they had put it up for one-off events and we saw the space and we fell in love with it it's got beautiful natural light and we were like can we rent this for six months and the, and the yoga studio is like, um, we were thinking more like just day events. And we were like, no, but we want it for six months. And they, he, you know, they let us sublet for six months. And then we signed another year with them. And we've, you know, we've been here ever since, which is really great. Um, yeah, we moved in and we opened two weeks after we found the space. Wow. So it was like, bam, so we were ready to go. Because it's not like you were setting up a bunch of different types of machines. It was you needed to get a clear, I think, honestly, less is more. That sounds Mm -hmm. really, really nice. And going back, how did you know that you wanted to do trampoline? What did you guys both look at each other? And you were like, let's change the game. Rebounders. (laughs) What was that click moment that you both had the little mini epiphany where you both thought, all right, maybe this, maybe this will work. Let's start drawing up a business plan. What was that first step? No, we had fell in love with it at different studios that we had taught at um, over the years. Um, a couple of studios had it that we were at and they had other modalities as well, dance and, hey, you know, all like a strength and bar and all that stuff and um, yoga. And the trampoline was the one that stood out for us because that's what we were really passionate about. And that's what our following was really passionate about already. So it was a no brainer for us to continue that. And it is really niche, you know, and so it is a chance to kind of 
stand out and, and one up your business and in, in the uniqueness, uh, of that. And, you know, it comes with like, it, it is, there's a barrier to entry. I think a lot more people are willing to try yoga or go for a run, you know, so there's a little more convincing on the marketing side that we have to do, but the reward is that, you know, we have, um, just nice loyalty. Cause once you do it, you love it and you don't go yeah. back. Cause it kind of turns into a hobby instead of a, of a workout, you know, and, and we find that people don't churn as much because, They've taken the time to learn this thing, you know, and make it a part of their lives. It sounds like it's also, it was so community-based just in the beginning, just by starting with be obsessed with your one client. And then that one client will tell someone else. And it sounds like, especially with the online platform, which I'm assuming where a majority of your community comes from, but just by having, let's say 20 members that are in love with what you do. And then you created the online platform during the pandemic. And that allowed people to say, Hey, like come over to my house. We'll do this workout and you'll give it a try. And then they try it out. So it there it's, if people are signing up, it's cool because they're already bought in. It's not like, Mm -hmm. Oh, just one-off gym Mm -hmm. situation. So Mm -hmm. yes, barrier to entry, but again, less is more like quality over quantity. Absolutely. And that's still our philosophy to this day is like, we just need one person in this class. That's it. And we need to make it the best experience. We need one person in this private. We need, you know, and that's all we need. And we we try. And as we've gotten bigger, you know, it's challenging, but we try to really focus in. It's one person messaging us. Let's answer them as quickly as we can and make sure they're taken care of and, and just bring it, simplify it, you know, just make sure you do a good job with each person. If there is someone who is interested in starting a either either being a personal trainer or as a health coach or starting a podcast, something their own venture in the wellness space, what would be other than having community, it can be a tag along to that or something individual. What would be your best guidance for that person to get started with mindset, tactile? I would say momentum like is everything and it creates more momentum and you don't even need to go into anything with the goal of like, I'm going to go to this networking session and I'm going to get what I need. Just go and be present and just, you have to be out there and you have to be doing stuff. And I think even before we opened our pop-up, it was like, well, do we want to do a pop-up for six months? Because then what if we get people that like coming there? And then after six months, we're out of a space again. We have to to move everyone. And instead of thinking about like that worst case scenario, Mm -hmm. you just jump in and now we still have our Mm -hmm. space and you know, like that momentum created more momentum for us. So I, we are definitely like leap in the net will appear people. Mm -hmm. And I think as dancers, like we're very intuitive and we're, we're also really good at improv. And so, you know, in the moment and the immersive theater, like this person is walking the wrong way. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to find them, bring them back into the moment. And that's where our skill set really lies. So that is my, like, you just have to start somewhere and just do it and don't be afraid and don't that. spend too much yeah. time like thinking about it. Like, yeah, right. yeah, I think along those lines too, like just go full out. I think that there, there's no room to be tentative if you're starting something and you just have to go for it. I mean, you obviously want to be data-driven and fact-based and allowing yourself to make the moves that are going to push you forward, but you have to give it your all. Cause if you don't, if you're not putting and investing yourself into it, then, you know, it's going to make people wonder like, Oh, why, why is this person not giving it everything? Maybe they don't believe in it. So the more that you believe in it, then the more others are going to believe in whatever it is you're just beginning. 
as two extremely fit, gorgeous, cool, edgy, provocative, fun, creative <laughs> women. I know, write it down. She's oh my God. She's but the moment. W- what is each of your number one wellness non-negotiable? Like, are you giving yourself an enema one, once a week? Are you just dry brushing before a shower? Are you having kale smoothies? What is your one non-negotiable for each of you in your day-to-day? Definitely sleep for me, eight hours trying, you know, yeah. very strict about that. Uh, absolutely. Do you have, are you white noise? Are you same time every single night? No, just try to get it in. I would say I leave my phone out of the bedroom Good. for sleep time at all times. And that's a non-negotiable because, you know, if it's the last thing you look at when you go to sleep and the first thing you do when you wake up, it's, it's really detrimental to your mental health. I feel. So, I just bought an alarm clock yesterday. I am so yeah. excited. Yeah. Yes. It'll be so nice. Yeah. And then what about you, Allie? Um, I would say movement of any kind. I think even if it's not a big taking of a full class or, or doing and what someone would consider a workout, just finding movement, even if it's light stretching or just like a couple of head rolls, just something to get the blood flowing, to remind me to connect to my body. That's, that's when I feel my best and I'm the most productive. Okay. Here's a challenge for you. You're out of town. You only have a hotel room and it's on the side of a highway. So it's not like you can walk out into a beautiful stretch of land and get a workout in there. What is your 15 minutes of movement looking like? Oh, mass digital yes. travel packs. Obviously we on that scope. We have equipment free. So I do it and I, I'll take Allie's class or any of our trainers for sure. Perfect. And for those listening, if you want to try out the Ness and if you want a brand new, amazing trampoline, you can use the code HTH15. I'll put that in the show notes, but again, their code for a tramp is HTH15. And, you know, holidays are coming up. I think that would be a really cool gift. Where can everyone find you both? And what do you want to leave people with? By the way, we have 40 seconds left. So yeah, you can find us um, on the Ness Instagram. It's at the Ness NYC. And then our personal Instagrams are Colette Dong, Ally Giampolo. And then from the Instagram, you'll be able to find our website, which is just www.thenessnyc.com. Amazing. Thank you both so much for being here. This was so much fun. You guys are great. absolutely love that episode with Allie and Colette. If you are interested in winning the rebounder, then all you have to do is head to my most recent Instagram post and let us know your favorite part of the episode. Again, supporting the show is the easiest thing you can do for free is to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. Leave a review if you have 10 extra seconds and it is truly so seen, felt, and heard and appreciated. I can't even tell you. It helps to push out the podcast to people who are searching for things like health and fitness and nutrition and everything that we have to offer over at Hotter Than Health. Thank you so much. I am so excited for our interview again next week, or maybe we'll do a solo episode and save that interview. You guys let me know. Let me know what you think, what you want, what you are desiring to hear from lately. But I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their week, rest of their weekend, and we will talk to you next Thursday. Thanks.